Hey guys, welcome to the One Life Church podcast. We're so glad you're joining us today, and we hope this message encourages you and strengthens your faith. Enjoy the message. Hey, good morning. It's great to have you with us again today. Have the great privilege today of wrapping up our series on identity, and I trust that you've been enjoying this series on identity that we've been doing. Uh, before I get underway today, I want to start with a question, and that question is, do you know where you belong? And ask it again, do you know where you belong. I want to start with a, a story this morning that takes me back to my teenage years and I was the youngest of four siblings and I'd often find myself with time on my hands. You know like all my older siblings have moved out of house and we lived a little bit out of town and I used to have to come up with my own entertainment and make my own entertainment and, uh, and I'd often take myself away and explore around the area, jump on my bike or go for a walk and I can remember having so much time on my hands that I often find myself asking myself questions about life and questioning where I belong and, and, and where, where, where life is going to take me in the future. And uh, I, I came up this one day with this idea or this notion, and uh, maybe as teenagers, we all go through a bit of a narcissistic moment in our life or, or a period in our life, but I found myself this day questioning, hey, what if, what if this life was all about me? And all my siblings and my parents and all those people that I do life with, they're just like actors in the story. And I, I, I started thinking about this and, and thinking how I could fit in and, and whether I was going to be accepted by other people. And uh, it didn't take me too long to figure out that, hey, my, my thinking was fairly flawed. But unfortunately, we live in a world that is flawed. And uh, there's still many people uh, living today that... Um, they do think that their life is all about themselves and, and other people don't really matter. We know that when we come to the Word of God, the Word of God tells us otherwise and it points us in the right direction. And, um, you know, fortunately for myself, I got my thinking back on track pretty well. And, uh, but it just got me to thinking because my whole, that, through that whole period, I was, I was asking myself, where do you belong? Where do you fit in? What's this life all about? And, uh, and so I, I found myself asking that question, you know, what really matters in life? You know, and amidst all this uncertainty and confusion that I was experiencing, there was another force at work in and around about my life. And it was drawing me closer to this deep-rooted need to be accepted and affirmed for who I really was. And I believe that in this world, and maybe you're watching today or you're listening to this podcast at a later date, and, and you've, you, you, are, you find yourself in that place of needing to be affirmed and needing to be accepted for who you actually are. And I want to tell you today that, that God, there is a God that accepts you for exactly who you are. And, and you don't need to try to be anybody else. You don't need to try to fit in. God has designed you exactly the way that He has. And He loves you and He has a plan and He has a purpose for, for your life. And um, I know that, that it's been closely studied in the area of neuroscience, the role that certain chemicals play in our body like our serotonin and oxytocin and, and how, they, how they help shape our, our mood, the way that we think and, and the way that we react to certain situations and settings. But I've come to realize that, that my life is more than just a bunch of chemicals randomly mixed together. You know, the Bible tells us that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And in the midst of, of being fearfully and wonderfully made, we, we, we find that, that, that we, we are uh, identified by certain things in our lives. We like, to, we like to figure out, you know, where we fit in this world. 
the Bible Bible teaches us that God has a plan and a purpose for our lives. And I want to I want to look at that this morning for us as we explore this where do you belong? And that's what I've called my message this morning, where do you belong? You know, at the root of all my desire to want to know uh, where I, I fitted in, um, the, the, the thing that was at the root of that was that I just needed to be loved and accepted. And um, I believe that there's a lot of people um, out there, there's a lot of people even in churches these days meeting together who still have that need to be loved and accepted. And I believe it's something that, that the Creator has wired deep within each one of us. And finding out where you belong ultimately comes down to how well you wrestle with another question, and that that question is, to whom do you belong? And some people like to think that they belong to themselves, and that's all that matters. Uh, But Psalm 24 and verse 1 clears that up for us. It says this, it says that the earth is the Lord's, and everything in it, the world and all its people belong to Him. Did you hear that? The world and all its people belong belong to him. You see, I, I, I read that scripture and I thought, wow, you, you mean to tell me that, that I don't belong to myself? You, you mean to say, hey, Pastor Ken, what you're saying today is it, it doesn't matter all the material wealth that I've accumulated for myself or the property or, or the cars or, the, or whatever it is, you know, that it doesn't belong to me? Well, the psalmist here tells us that the whole earth and all the people in it actually belong to the Creator. You see, there's a shift that takes place in the life of a person when they come to realize that Jesus Christ is their Lord and Savior. And, and that shift is that the things of the world just start to, be, start to grow dim in our own lives. And what things we, we used to look at that were important to us, you know, there's a song that, that would say that the things of this world will go, grow strangely dim in the light of His glory and grace. And uh, as, we, as we come to know Jesus as, as Christians, as we come to know God and put our trust in Him, then the things of the world, the things that we once felt that we identified with, no longer become that important to us because our true identity is found in our Creator. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 19 to 20, uh, the Apostle Paul said this, he says, Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself, for God brought you with a high price, so you must honor God with your body. Ultimately, we have to wrestle with the reality that not only what we thought we owned doesn't actually belong to us, but that our identity was never intended to be found in any earthly thing. You know, uh, I, I've met a lot of people in my life, in my 47 years, and quite often when we get introduced to someone, the, the first thing that we often say is, hey, what do you do for a living? Um, and we'll give an explanation that, that, hey, I've done this, I've done that, or I've trained as this, I've trained as that. And a lot of time we, we tend to find someone and, and their identity wrapped up in their actual vocation. But the Bible tells us that our, our identity is not actually found um, even in, in, our, in our sexual orientation. It's not found in our vocation. It's not found in, in our family of origin. It's not found in, in um, not even in our state of origin for all you football players out there and, and football fans. That our, our identity is not actually found in those things. Our identity is actually found in Christ. Uh, I once had a retired gentleman that I had a conversation with once and um, I said, oh, what are you up to today? And he says, well, I've got nothing to do and all day to do it. And I'll never forget him saying that 
because, you know, it's a really unusual thing to think about, you know, that, that you're introducing yourself to this guy and you wanted to find out a bit about his story. And uh, as, as believers, you know, that, that Christ gives us every reason to be doing things in our life and for our life to actually have true meaning and purpose. What, I mean, what is a life if it doesn't have purpose? And, and what, what is a life if we don't feel that we belong and we're contributing in some way? And I believe we're living in a world at the moment and, and possibly people that are watching today and listening today and, and you're wondering, where do you fit in? You've been trying to find your people. You've been trying to find your community. And, and you're still to date, you still haven't found just how to fit in properly. And I believe that you can search this world high and low. And until you come to a place where, where you can accept God's free gift of salvation for your life and that God loves you, that, that, that God has made you exactly the way he's made you for a, for a purpose, that your life has true value, your life has true meaning. It's not found in, in, the, in, in being accepted by any other person. It's, it's found in by being accepted by the Creator Himself, by Almighty God. And God wants to come and just affirm your life today. And He wants to come and, and, and just have access to your life today. And to, to become a son or a daughter of God is the most precious and amazing thing any of us could ever experience. It doesn't matter um, how devoted we are to uh, the things of God or to Christ and our relationship to Christ. I believe that, that there remains a trap for every follower of Jesus Christ. And I want to touch on this story in Luke's Gospel, chapter 10, and verses 38 to 42. Because as followers of Christ, we often find ourselves coming into a relationship with Him, coming into uh, a covenant with Him, finding our true identity in Him. And then quite often that means that we find ourselves doing different things to serve Him. And sometimes, sometimes our lives can get wrapped up in what we're actually doing for God rather than actually remaining connected to God, if that makes sense. We find that we identify more with the, the works that we're doing rather than the relationship that we actually have with Him. Um, we're going to pick up a story uh, with Jesus and Mary and Martha, and uh, it's a story that a lot of people will be very familiar with. But let's have a look at that in Luke chapter 10, verse 38 to 42. It says, As Jesus and the disciples continued on their way to Jerusalem, they came to a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed Him into her home. Her sister Mary sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he had taught. But Martha was distracted by the big dinner she was preparing. She came to Jesus and said, Lord, doesn't it seem unfair to you that my sister just sits here while I do all the work? Tell her to come and help me. But the Lord said to her, my dear Martha, you are worried and upset over all these details. There is only one thing worth being concerned about. Mary has discovered it, and it will, be not, it will not be taken away from her. I can really identify with both Mary and Martha, but I think more so I identify with Martha. Why is that? Because I find myself being a very task-orientated person. I'm a person that, that likes to work with my hands and I love to be able to see practical things take place and take shape. And, and I often um, gauge my life and, and the productivity of my day based on what I've achieved during the day. And I like to be able to see what I've actually done and what I've achieved with my actual hands. It could be, you know, you're mowing the lawn. It could be painting a wall. It could be something, but you actually stand back from at the end of the day and you go, well, look at that. I've, I've actually achieved something and I've actually done something. And so 
as believers, we can often fall into this, this trap, I'll call it a trap, of, of the works that we're doing for Christ rather than just our being in Christ. And you see, Mary had found that the thing that was really important, the thing that was the main thing for her and, and for all of us for that matter, is that we are found in Christ, that our identity is in our being in Christ. It's not wrapped up in me being a pastor. It's not wrapped up in, in you being a teacher or, or, or a police officer or whatever it might be. But your identity is, is more about being found in Christ and being in Him rather than doing for Him. And um, I believe that there's a lot in this because if we're not careful, we can allow our doing for Christ to become the main thing. But I believe what, what, we, what Jesus wanted us to learn through this experience with Mary and Martha was that it's so important that we need to just be in Christ rather than the doing for Christ side of things. And um, our being in Christ must occupy a greater place in our life than our doing for Christ. So we, we just come back to that place of just being. And I know Jesus, when he's talking in the book of Revelation, he says that I have this against you that you've left your first love. You know, that there were so many things that that, that church had actually achieved, the church of Laodicea had actually achieved. But what they had done was they left their first love. And see, as, as believers that, that belong to a Savior, that belong to this wonderful Creator, we need to come back to that first love. We need to be able to find space in our day, space in our lives where we just are found in Him and we just reside in Him. God is more interested in your heart than your hands and He's more interested in your surrender than your service. I'm going to say that again. God's more interested in your heart than your hands and He's more interested in your surrender than your service. See, the one thing that matters in this world is coming into that place of just belonging in Christ. Just spending time. Uh, it could be waking up in the morning. It could be going to bed at night. Although going to bed at night can be a bit risky because if you're anything like me, you often just doze off to sleep. So I often like to seek the Lord in the morning when I'm fresh and when I first wake up. And I just want to take a moment to say, God, I just thank you for this day. I thank you that I, I'm just allowing and inviting your presence to come in and around about my life right now. I don't know what this day has in store for me. Uh, I know that you are God that goes before me. And God, I just want to be aware right now at this moment that your presence is in and around about my life. Lord, I thank you that I belong to you. You see, I just like to take a moment just to set my focus and set my day right that God, it's all about you. God, it's all about my relationship to you and how I can then go from that place and then touch other people for you. You know, it only takes a few moments, but I encourage us as believers to, to take the time to just allow his presence to come in and around about our lives. I want to look at Galatians this morning, um, Galatians chapter 4 and verses 4 to 7. And it says this, But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent the Spirit of His Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a son, and if a son, then an heir through God. What an amazing place that we occupy with Him, that we can call our God 
Abba, Father. That, that literal translation, translation is Daddy, God. There's, there's, I've only written one song in my life and it was actually called Abba, Father. And I'm not about to give you a rendition of it. Maybe if you put enough, I don't know, fire down today on the YouTube chat uh, or in Facebook, maybe I'll bring it out of the box. Um, but Abba, Father, that place where we just belong to God. God, you are my dad. God, you are my all in all. You are my supplier. You are my redeemer. You are the one that, that has, has washed my life afresh. You're the one that has taken away every sin. You're the one that has called me to be uh, reconciled once again back to you. You know, this is who our God is. You know, is this only for a select few, this relationship? Is it only for a select few, uh, this ability to be found in Him and belong to Him? Is it only for religious type of people? You know, I, I often hear people say, oh, that's okay for those people that, you know, are, are wired that way. They, they need religion in their lives. Friend, I want to say today that it's not about whether you're religious or, or not. It's about coming to a place where, where you can see for yourself that those things that you are, are trying to fill your life with, they're, they're only temporary things and they will never fully satisfy your life. Your life will only ever find true purpose and true meaning when you give your heart to Jesus and He comes into your life and just fills your life. You will become complete in Him. Romans chapter 3 and verse 22 says, We are made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ. And this is true for everyone who believes, no matter who we are. See, it doesn't matter whether you think you have to be religious or you have to be a certain type of person to fit in. God came for everyone. You know, God, His plan and His heart to want to wanna reach out and have a relationship with you, it's just as real for you as it is for that person that you think is the most devoted follower of Jesus Christ. God desires to, to, to have you come into a place where, where He can fill your heart and fill your life. And that's the message of the gospel, that God wants to come and restore the relationship that had been broken and, and just reconcile you to Himself. His Father's heart is so great. You know, Jesus promises uh, to the ones that belong to Him. And, and, and God, Jesus got many promises, God, and God has got many promises towards those that love Him. And I love this in John, John's Gospel, chapter 10, and verse 27 to 28. And this is my last scripture for today. It says, The sheep that are my own hear my voice and listen to me. I know them, and they follow me. And I give them eternal life, and they will never, ever, by any means perish. And I love this last bit, and no one, will ever snatch them out of my hand. See, we need to know this, that God takes really good care of those that belong to Him. I can recall buying my first car and having my first car and keeping it so clean and, and being meticulous with washing it and vacuuming it and looking after it. And, and perhaps you can identify with something that you hold very dear to yourself and the way that you look after it and, and, and tend for it. Maybe it's a plant, maybe those that have got gardens or, or whatever it is. But know this, that God really knows how to look after things that belong to Him. And I think this is the most blessed thing that we have as, as people when we come into a relationship with Him is that God just wants to look after us. God wants to nurture us. God wants to be everything uh, that, that, you know, is, is, is possible to be to you. And, uh, you know, I just encourage you today, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, hey, today can be the day when you can come into a relationship with Him. It, all it takes 
is, is faith in what Christ has done for you. In being able to say, Christ Jesus, I accept that you died for me on the cross. I accept that you rose again uh, from the grave. You, you've forgiven me of my sin. Now, Lord, I'm just inviting you to come into my heart. That's as easy as that, you know, just to believe in him. And the Bible tells us that if we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us for our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So not even sin. Sin's not even a stumbling block to coming into a relationship with Jesus Christ. In fact, coming into a relationship with Jesus Christ is just the starting point of the most amazing relationship and the most amazing father to belong to, a kingdom that never ends, a kingdom that goes on forever and ever. And perhaps today you can identify with a chorus of a really well-known U2 song, and that is, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Perhaps you are in a place where, you know, you've been searching, you've been searching high and you've been searching low, but you still haven't found what you've been looking for. I know when um, Bono wrote that song, he was talking about actually his relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, he's looking forward to that day when there are no hindrances, you know, free, not just from the power of sin, but from the presence of sin and, and being totally um, one with, with God the Father again. You know, that place is available to us. That place is available to you today, to come into a place where, where God can just occupy your life and, and fill your life. And you can finally find for yourself where you belong in this world you know i believe that all of us are looking for three things and we're all looking for love we're all looking for acceptance and we're looking for forgiveness and all three of those things can be found in jesus christ and friend today i just want to encourage you to set your eyes on him i want to encourage you if you haven't done this before to ask jesus christ into your heart today to be your lord and savior and begin the most amazing journey of discovery in him who you really are and who you belong to and who has a plan and a purpose for your life amen i trust that you are encouraged today i'm going to pray and uh yeah we're going to give thanks to god so lord we just want to thank you for your goodness we thank you lord god that that we belong to you and lord that we we are yours and I just pray today that, Father, people that are, are perhaps watching or listening, Father, will have the, the opportunity just to encounter you for who you are. Lord, I pray that you would open, Father, every heart and every life this day to, to realize, Lord God, that you do love them. Lord, that you do have a plan and a purpose for their life. And I pray and break off every lie of the enemy that would try to come around about people's lives today over identity and where they fit in. And I just come against the confusion that is even around some people right now. Perhaps there's things that have happened in their past. Perhaps there's things that have clouded their ability, Father, to, to see how they can really fit in. And Lord, I just pray right now that you just come around about those people's lives and that you just break away, break off every every hindrance lord god around about their life today and i just speak total freedom to come and be accepted for who they are today in your mighty and awesome name jesus amen hey god bless i trust you have a really good day and i look forward to being able to connect with you again soon